Christine Lisi at this hour. The Bucks making sure that Giannis Antetokounmpo isn't going anywhere anytime soon. He announced on social media today he'll sign a five-year extension with the Bucks, largest contract in NBA history. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reporting the full five-year, $228 million Supermax includes an opt-out after the fourth year. Giannis isn't the only one this is a big day for, explains Woj. For John Horstner, general manager and owner Mark Lazary. This is a huge coup for Milwaukee and I think for smaller market teams all over the right. NBA to be able to keep a player of this stature. Uh, this is a big day for the Bucks. Even though he still wants to trade to a contender, James Harden is set to make his Rockets preseason debut tonight against the Spurs. Michigan canceled its finale against Iowa because of COVID-19 concerns. So the Wolverines finished 2-4, and four, their first losing season in six years. Team won't likely take part in a bowl game. Virginia Tech football coach Justin Fuente will return for a sixth season with the Hokies. Second to last college football playoff rankings of the season released tonight. Seven Eastern exclusively on ESPN TV and the ESPN app. We're back on Wednesday reacting to the latest college football playoff rankings. Everyone is disrespecting my USC Trojans. I will tell you why. They should be ranked higher. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Ajara Levine Studios. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane. probably showed me, Ryan, what I already knew and believed. I mean, I love these guys. I love these guys. And it's not, you know, because they're football players or because they play for us or, or you know, even, even being with them every day, it's for who they are. I mean, they have they have the hearts of lions. They really do. And, uh, you know, I've got a lot of respect for football players, especially in the National Football League. And it's, it's a tough sport to play. And, and this league is very competitive. That team over there is a, is, is a really good football team. And they, they had great heart, too. So um, for our guys to be able to do that and, and, and to make those plays at the end when it counted the most, it just it says so much about, about their character and who they are, their trust and the belief. That is John Harbaugh, Baltimore Ravens, head football coach. He's a good one. I thought that was a wild scene. Not only he came up to Lamar Jackson in the post game too. That's how excited he was. I think sometimes these guys lose their minds a little bit because, like, hey, that's a game that was really important. Like, we're out of the playoffs maybe if we don't win that game. Yep. That was a huge game. We got it done. And listen to all the stuff we've been through here in Baltimore the last few weeks with injuries, with COVID, and the, all these different games, the schedules, and so. Uh, uh, you can tell. I kind of appreciate it when you you can tell guys that are usually pretty stoic mm-hmm. are fired up. And Harbaugh was that. Uh, it's it's pretty incredible what he's done in Baltimore, and you kind of know what it is, you know. Uh, and, and they have an identity, and a lot of it centers around their head coach. Yeah, uh, he's built that identity, and you kind of know who Baltimore is. Uh, we're going to talk more about Baltimore. We're going to get to Calais Campbell in a moment. Just want to remind folks. Uh, I've uh, been getting some questions and getting some folks buying the new Dream 18 card. you got to check it out, Action Sports Jacks, dream18.com, or go to ESPN690.com, and it will send a link uh, right to you. So uh, you can directly link the, the page to purchase uh, the Action Sports Jacks uh, Dream 18 card. And uh, there's a charity element to it. There's really a, a great element to it for, for you if you like golf. There's eight different golf courses on there that uh, you can get discounted golf at, uh, for example, a place like 
the club at Osprey Cove up in uh, Georgia, which is just over the border. It's, it's really not even a, a bad drive at all. It's a great place. Went there like seven years ago, and I loved it. Hadn't gone back until this past summer. Loved it again. And uh, they joined hands with us on, on this uh, discounted golf card that uh, you can get your hands on. It used to be a private club. Now it's uh, public afternoon time. And usually like 65 bucks to play, you can play for 25 bucks with a card. Mm-hmm. So that's the way the card works at eight different places. Plus you get a uh, free hat from Dome Hats, free t-shirt from Baker Sports, free smoothie from Smoothie King. Uh, we got discount to Palm Beach autographs uh, and more. So make sure you uh, check it out, ESPN690.com. Probably the easiest uh, way to do it. Or you can go directly to the site at Action Sports Jacks, Dream18.com. Great holiday gift, but if you're going to buy for holidays, you got to do it soon so we can get it out to you in the mail, and uh, you can give it for a stocking stuffer or a gift. We'll be uh, happy to make that happen ASAP. All right, Calais Campbell, man, how much do you miss him around here? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean listen, when, when he was traded away, I'll never forget where I was. I was on, um, it was in Daytona Beach, actually. I'm on my way back to Wisconsin, and it, the news broke. He called me up, and I offered my thoughts, and I just I had a bad feeling about it, and now I, I get the whole money thing. Like okay, and and maybe you can say that he regressed a little bit, but just from the leadership standpoint, just from what he meant to the city of Jacksonville, and I'm not gonna lie, even from still the production standpoint, I just thought it was a a very very bad call at the time. Yeah, and it feels. Uh, you know, it's a weird thing, right? Because I feel good for him. He's playing meaningful football in December. Happy He's not on a 1-12 in team. I think he would have been so impactful for this team. You know, so impactful for a young team that, that they could learn from really one of the, the best to do it. And um, the community loves Calais so much. I, again, I don't think you can find a guy who, who had been to a place for just three mm-hmm. years and had the kind of impact and relationship and tie with the community that Calais has had. It's been remarkable. And, of course, 2017 was such a big part of that. That was an important part of that because they won, and he had a monster season, and um, it was so much fun. Well, we, we, I said, hey, man, we got to try to get Calais. And they played late last night. Obviously got home early this morning to Baltimore. He's already banged up. Said about with COVID. Uh, he has a calf injury that he's he's trying to get back to a close to 100%. Uh, so the ton of treatment and everything else. So I got a kind of text this morning. It's like, hey, Clay's will call you in like 10 minutes. So I was like, oh, boy. We're at home. I'm at home. <laughs> like, I don't know how we're going to record this. So who's to the rescue? Make it happen. We did like a, a phone call, recorded the phone call, and uh, we got Calais Campbell on the line. So uh, we made it happen. Hopefully you didn't have the whole conversation on here, Coos. I forgot to ask you. We edited we around this oh, a little whoa, bit. Oh, whoa, whoa. Some bad what, language? Did he curse randomly? No, but I just said, remember the intro part? Did you cut that out? I think so. Mm. And I think I, I cut not. out the outro. Come on, man. The, the uncut version. Uncut no, that's version. not uncut. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Just, I'll tell him to stop it if it's, the, it's not the uncut really? version. Is that okay? Well, no. Probably I just talking smack about somebody. No, probably we, about me. No, we didn't do anything. Actually, it all would have been fine to air. But okay. I just wanted yeah, to I, run I, I the bet. right way. Here's how it went down. Clarence Campbell. Hey, how's the show going, Brent? Brent Martino. Well, Austin and Coos. Dash 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 dash. Bleep 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 bleep. Yeah, that's why. That's why you want to play it. Uh, Coos, play the unedited version or, or the unedited version. Might have been, how about all that dirt, man, on Jackson? What it really uh, happened? What was, what was going <laughs> hey, on there? Urban oh my gosh! What's the story on Tom Coughlin? Come on, Coos, director's cut. Jalen Ramsey. Give him that director's cut, <laughs> man. Let's go. Special anyway, edition. I don't know what inter- what version of the interview <laughs> you're about to get, but here it is with Calais Campbell. We're joined right now by Jaguars punter Logan Cook, who's having a fantastic season. I want to ask you about some of that football stuff in, in just a moment. But 
this is a really cool week in the NFL. The NFL has a lot. Of- <laughs> hey, 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 Tom Coughlin, let it go. We get it. Logan Cook's a pretty good punter. Okay, there's other players out there. Hey, can we be honest? Did Tom get to you? Hey, were you on Tom Coughlin's time right there? It's okay if you were. I don't really know what happened there, to be yeah, honest. I don't know you. either. <laughs> hey, I was just giving Coos all these props. The best setup of all time. I, mean, I gave him all the props, right? <laughs> he made a, he made the, he merged our calls oh. together. We recorded it from the house. Calais is going in transit to the facility. Now, it does break up a couple of times because yeah, of that, yeah. but that's okay. Everybody can deal with that. Hey, it's Zoom, man. So, all the props, and then we roll out Logan Cook. Literally the only time you've given him props the entire show. And, like, I'm talking about, like, the entire existence of our show. And the one day you do it, hey, you see it? It's, hey. Now, it's if, it. hey, if you were it's me, yeah. if you were me, what's your confidence level right now that this is Oh, this, hey, zero percent. There's no <laughs> way. This is, this is the director's cut. This is the special edition cut. Uh, but I can't wait. Well, here we go. Take again. Two. Here's Let's try this again. <laughs> my conversation with Calais Campbell earlier today. Fingers crossed. Oh, it's so good to catch up with the big fella, Jacksonville's favorite, the, well, I guess, former mayor of Jacksonville now, we have to say. But say hello to Calais Campbell. Man, so good to talk to you. Hope you're doing well. I know it's been a tough go for you in Baltimore at times with COVID and injuries, but what a game last night. Congratulations on the win. Yeah, it's time to get a win in December. It's a big win. You know, we're playing for something, and, uh, you know, it feels good. Just one, one game at a time. Oh, you know what I noticed uh, last night, especially in the postgame as we're watching on TV, this team really feels Lamar Jackson, don't they? I mean, golly, Coach Harbaugh coming up to him after. I mean, you can just see it, uh, that, that he's something special to, to your roster and your football team. Yeah, he gives us a spark, you know. I mean, he's just a special talent, you know, brings a lot of energy. He loves the game of football, and we try to rally behind him, you know, win some ball games. And, you know, that was a game where, you know, we needed everything he had because our defense, you know, we, you know, we didn't play as good as we wanted to. Uh, above all, we didn't have to win. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what he does when these games start to matter more and more. Yeah, it's December football. You guys are right in the thick of it. And I, I, I can only imagine I can't see you right now. We're talking to you as you're on your way to the facility. But uh, I, I bet you got a big grin because December football means something. That's what it's all about, right? Yeah, you know, uh, when you can play games that, that have some meaning, you know, in December and have something to play for, it sure makes, uh, you know, because a lot of times we play football, you know, and, and the games get to the end of the year and you don't have nothing to play for, you know, you, you start thinking about, you know, off-season plans, you know, that's 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 bad, you know, and you don't want to be in that situation. So I'm, I'm happy to be in a situation where, you know, uh, I'll just take it one week at a time, I can lock in and stay focused in the moment and go out there and do what I can. Hey, this has been a challenging year for everybody. I mean, we're just happy to be able to watch football. We should, probably should say thank you to all of you players for, for battling through COVID-19 and all the testing. And, and heck, you, you got the coronavirus. Uh, tell us about that bout, and, and how are you doing now that you're back in the lineup? Yeah, so I feel good to be on the other side. I tell you, during it, it was brutal. You know, it was, it was a battle, you know. Uh, and I knew that that was a possibility, you know, that, you know, I could have some severe symptoms and all that good stuff. And, I, you know, we took the risk. You know, we're gladiators. That's what we do. You know, we take risks and we uh, battle through things. And we love the game of football. So, you know, uh, I'm glad that uh, I was able to come out on the other side and, and be able to, uh, you know, still play football. Now, it still does affect me in my lungs a little bit, but, you know, I'm a couple of weeks removed now, and, uh, you know, I, I like where I'm at right now. But it definitely was a battle, that's for sure. Yeah, be well. Take care of yourself. And then you got the calf you're dealing with. I mean, I, I feel like every time we would do the show at, at Mellow Mushroom on Thursdays, you were always battling through something. So I guess you're just used to that part, right? 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's just football. You know, I mean, you know, something's going to happen. But, uh, you know, you got to keep your head down and just take care of your body the best you can and take it one day at a time. So, you know, I feel like uh, I'm in a good position, you know, to, to get going, you know, start getting healthy at the right time and hopefully make a playoff run. That would be real sweet, similar to how it was in 2017. Always one of our favorites, Calais Campbell, with us uh, right now, and we're chatting with him as the Jags play the Ravens this coming Sunday. Going to ask you about it in a moment. But one last thing about the, all those different games and the schedules and, and moving around and battling COVID, and how much do you think that will help this football team kind of galvanize now that you're on the other side of it with just a few weeks to go and fighting for that spot? Yeah, I mean, it's mental toughness. You know, in December football, you know, you can control the controllables. You know, things you can't control, you can't worry about. And we had to go through a lot of things that really challenged our mental toughness. But what it did is it gave us, you know, experience. It gave us some confidence that we can handle anything, you know. And then a lot of guys, a lot of players having to deal with the virus. Uh, but knowing, you know, I, mean, uh, I think one of the biggest things is that, you know, you're not supposed to be able to catch it again for 90 days. So, you know, a lot of guys on the team should, uh, should be pretty healthy going into the rest of the year. You don't have to worry about, you know, uh, that, that risk anymore. So it's, it's a good feeling. We're in a good spot. Yeah, that is good. Uh, all right, man. Tell it, make us feel good. Tell us, tell us you miss us as much as we miss you. <laughs> I do, I do miss you, Brent. I miss you very much, man. The shows of Melbourne were always, you know, those, those are fun, man. I miss the, I, the fan base was, you know, always treated me so well in Jacksonville, man. I do miss you guys. It was definitely fun while it lasted. Uh, I can't wait though to uh, to try to try to go out there and play my best football game. You know, I would love to play the best football game of my career against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just want to put that out there. Gardner Mitchell is my guy. I want to put him his back like five times, so that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what is the motivation? Is that just normal for an athlete, or is there a little something bent, uh, pent up inside of you that, hey, they traded me. They, they said I was good to go. Maybe I'm on the downside. Maybe I'm not worth $15 million. I mean, is there some of that uh, maybe that, that has you motivated this week? I think it's more of the just like, you know, these are my boys. These are just like these are my brothers I'm about to go against, you know, guys I have a lot of respect for, you know, and uh and so it's just like that challenge of, you know, of wanting to beat down on your little brother. You know, your little brother, you know, comes in and wants to play you one on one in basketball, I'm trying to beat him eleven to zero, you know. It's more more on that side. I mean, there are always is gonna be that competitive instinct of, you know, I wanna make sure that, you know, just I go out there and, and make sure that, you know, I mean obviously, you know, uh you, you want the team to regret making a decision about having you on the football team. There's no offense about about that. That's important to a degree. But for me, though, it's just competing against my, my brothers, you know, and and just, you know, going out there having some fun. You know, I can't wait to go against A.J. Can and Andrew Norwell and, you know, I don't know, uh, Brandon Linder, if he's, if he's back healthy. You know, th- those guys, we just compete in practice and have a lot of fun. You know, uh, Jawan Taylor, you know, I just can't wait to go compete against those guys, man. A lot, of, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of brothers on that team still that I have that I talk to all the time and got a lot of respect for. Well, I would imagine that you can keep it in good perspective. I'm not sure Jan is as friendly about it. I bet Jan's pretty fired up to play the Jags after the last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure so, too. I mean, we had a couple conversations already about just going out there and, uh, and trying to make our presence felt, man. So I can't wait to get some ball game. Hey, how fun was that when you found out that Jan was coming over from Minnesota? I mean, what a what a weird path this year has been, but you guys end up in the same place. Yeah, that was so uh, just surreal in a sense, you know. Uh, but it's it's been a true, uh, it's been great, you know. Uh, I, I have a, a strong affection for him, and he's like a little brother to me. So I want to try to, you know, affect, try to just you know give him all my knowledge and teach him as much as I can and help him to develop to be the best player he can be. So it's cool that I get some more opportunity to try to, you know, just try to have some influence on his on his career. 
You are a fan of the sport. Are you surprised this football team here in Jacksonville is struggling as much as it has to win games? Uh, 12 losses in a row now, 1-12. and 12. Well, you play a lot of tough ball games. You know, I mean, they're always in it at the end of the game. Just, you know, they had a chance to beat the Browns a couple weeks ago that, you know, we just were playing the Browns here. We had watched that game and studied it. And, I mean, you know, you could tell the guys are playing hard. You know, I, I'm making sure that all my teammates know that, uh, you know, I mean, the team would love to, to win the ball game, you know, for the, for the coach. You know, I mean, there's, there's, you guys are going to play as hard as they can. And so, uh, you know, I mean, obviously nobody wants to only have one win this time of year in the, in the, in the season. But I know that those guys are going to fight. They're not going to just come in and lay down. They're going to come with everything they have like they have been doing. You can see the close ones. And, uh, you know, the team is going places in the near future. I'm going to give you two more, right? and then I'll let you run. I appreciate the time. Calais Campbell with us, of course, former Jaguar. Jags and Ravens coming up on Sunday. Uh, if, what have you seen in the Baltimore organization, now you've been in three different organizations, that if you could maybe say something to Shad here in Jacksonville or, or say, hey, man, you can flip it around if you do a little bit more like this. Is there anything that sticks out to you? Because you know how we're dealing with it down here. We're trying to figure it out. I mean, how can the Jags flip this thing around? Um, would you give them any advice? Well, I mean, honestly, you know, think about it from the standpoint, uh, just from the outside looking in, in a sense. But, uh, I mean, just continue to build a culture, of, of a winning culture, you know. And I feel like uh, a lot of that is, you know, taking care of, the, you know, some of, the, some of the guys that you draft and all that. You know, I, I love to see Miles Jack playing well. I feel like that's a great, you know, a great signing. You're the great guy who understands, you know, uh, just, you know, he wants to win. He's going to, you know, pay the price to win. You know, uh, and just try to continue to get more guys like him. You know, uh, and just uh, and just the guys who are going to sacrifice and pay the price to uh, to to, to, to uh, be a part of something special. You know, and it's just you know, it's a culture that has to be built from the inside out. And so, uh, you know, but uh, just got to keep getting guys who are willing to who, who are going to uh, who are going to sacrifice and be selfless and play good team ball. Or keep guys like Calais Campbell. There, I said it. Keep guys like Calais Campbell around. All right. Hey, this is it. I got to check in on the family. Uh, how's your wife and how's the little dude? How fun is it being a dad? Man, being a dad is the ultimate joy. You know, I, I, no matter what I'm going through, you know, I just, it just brings a, a, a proud smile to my face, man. I am just head over heels in love with, in love with my son. He's just, uh, he's like a mini me, man. It's, it's so cool to see you. The family's doing great. We're blessed, man. I'm just – life is good. No complaints for me at all, man. 2020 has been a tough year, it has. But I've been just riding the cloud nine because my little guy, you know, he's going to make everything else better. Uh, that's awesome. Great to hear. Hey, have a happy holiday. Stay healthy. Uh, go on a nice run here. You know Jacksonville's rooting for you to win a Super Bowl, man. So I uh, hope you guys get an opportunity to do it. We appreciate taking a few minutes. Always good to catch up with you. Always good, baby. Shout out to Duval, man. Appreciate the love over the years, baby. That's Calais Campbell. Uh, listen, I'm about as biased as it comes when it comes to Calais Campbell. I've been doing this for 20 years, and I, I always would say, hey, this is my top three of, of players, people I've covered. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to be the, the top. He's probably the top, really. I just kind of – I don't want to say that unequivocally, but I think he is I, just so good, and yeah. it was great to catch up with him. It's funny, you know, I'll tell you personally, I did that interview today uh, at the house around like 1 o'clock. And I was like, I was kind of fired up, had a little hop in my step after. It was just good to talk to Calais. I mean, mm-hmm. he kind of makes you feel good, right? I mean, yeah. he's just a fun guy, um, genuine guy. And, 
Man, I, I do think – do you think I'm right on that? Uh, and you don't have to agree with this, seriously speaking. Do you think Jacks, Jacksonville Jaguars fans, I mean, they're rooting for him to win. I mean, like they want – if they could have one team to win, mm-hmm. don't you think it would be Baltimore? How? I mean, I think so. Um I mean, you're talking about just because Clay has Campbell, right? I mean, that's yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Listen, you could say, well, I don't know. I'm not rooting for Yon that way. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm going to get on that road. But listen, like, like, listen, we know they're not rooting for the Rams. Yeah. Right? Nobody around here is rooting for the Rams. Yeah. But to the point of, like, listen, okay, Kansas City won last year. Like, do you want to see Tampa? I'm not saying if you're a Tampa fan. I'm telling you if you're a Jags fan. And if you've got 14 teams in the playoffs, where do you rank on who you want to see win? Yeah. And i got to believe the Ravens are near the top of the no, list for just sure. because of Clay. It's not because of anything else. No, for sure. I mean, listen, it was it's very rare for what he was able to do, come to a new, a new city and essentially get the love and respect right away. You know, because it, it takes time. It takes time to like, – I said this before a little bit when we are talking about Adam Gotsis, but it takes time to plant your roots. It takes time um, to get ingrained in the culture of the team, number one, but also the city. And I think that the city of Jacksonville, for whatever reason, and yeah, obviously there's performances on the field, but just the type of guy he is off the field, you know, just kind of like this fun-loving giant of a man, one of the only guys I've actually had to look up to, um, <laughs> I was intimidated by, like I'd get in a carriage with anybody, Clarence Campbell though, probably think twice about that. And I saw it the first time I met him during Puzz's retirement ceremony, um, like I shook his hand, we talked football, we talked about Jacksonville, we talked about everything. And it was only for a brief period of time. But after that interaction, I left that conversation going, I get it. I I get what the city sees in him. I get why he's a captain on this team. I get it why he's a leader. Um, I get it. And that literally stemmed from a five-minute conversation. But I understood it in that moment. So to answer your question, I think fans, at least if they're not, they should. They should cheer for Clayus Campbell because – um, I think he's a salt of the earth, genuine type of dude. And, you know, we always say, do you deserve something? Do you earn something? I think he's earned it. You know, I, I think he's he's been through a lot. Obviously, in Jacksonville, he had one great year here. Um, and I think that people like that, with that type of mentality, with um, just that type of personality, those guys are few and far between, especially at the highest level of the NFL. How much do you think uh, he told, he said that, listen, I want to play good against them because those are my buddies. They're like my little brothers, that kind of thing. And I want to beat my little brother, you know, yeah, yeah. all those things. And that made sense. That was a good – I thought that was a great analogy. Yeah. But how much do you think it's totally different for Jan? Like how much do you it's think personal, it's kinda? super personal for Jan to be playing the Jags helmet? Not the not the buddies, not the players, yeah. not even maybe even like a Doug Marone, but the logo. How after well, After the last year, which has been very contentious at times, how important do you think it is for Jan – how much frustration, how much energy does he have built up just to, to beat the logo, if you will? No, without a doubt. And um, I think Clayus Campbell's the same way. Now, Clayus Campbell went about a nice way of saying it. But listen, you still got traded. And essentially, when you get traded, that's a team saying, we don't value you anymore. Like, we, we took a fifth-round pick for you. Like, yeah, money's money, right? But you can always fluctuate the salary cap, right? So I don't buy into the whole salary cap narrative. So if you're Clayus Campbell, you can say, well, they want me anymore. And I'm getting ready to play you. And I'm going to show the mistake that you made. Now, Clayus Campbell's a nice guy. He would never say that, but I guarantee he's thinking it. Yannick Ngakwe, different story. More of a younger type of person, right? Um, kind of like this newer school mentality. We see him on Twitter. This is very personal. I've shared the story before with you. Zach Miller, Eben Britton, and myself. For 
preseason a preseason game. game that meant absolutely nothing. We're at Soldier Field, and I'll never forget this because you know, like usually we go up, it's like the linemen go out first, and then like the tight ends or anything like that. So Zach Miller stayed behind, and me, Evan Britton, and Zach Miller were all like kind of huddled up in like the like the walkway, getting ready to go on the field. And I remember like everyone just screaming, "They didn't want us! Let's show them why that you know." And obviously, I'm 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 censoring this <laughs> yeah. for the audience, but I was just essentially bleep bleep. They didn't want us. Let's show them the mistake. Like it, it was seriously like it was like. It was probably one of the most emotional times I've ever had um, before a game just because of some preseason game, and I'm playing the team that let me go. Like, there, there's something to be said of that. So, yeah. And yours didn't even end on bad like, no, terms, you know? Yeah. But it's just, so it's just that, think about everything yeah. going on in Jan's mind. It's been yeah. a, it was a year. Yeah. A year process, yeah. you know? And uh, it'll be very interesting. Yeah. It's really wild. I, I think the fans have detached from Jan. But I still will say this. Remember. I still <laughs> will say this. Jan is such a mistake. Yeah, I can't get over 37 and a half sacks, second all time, and the guy's playing for another team. And actually, he's played for two other teams. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, listen, I think we could be sitting here saying, hey, you know what? Jan only has six sacks this year for the Jags, yeah. and they gave him $20 million. Was that worth giving him $20 million? We could debate whether it was. Yeah. But I just still don't. I can't believe he's on a different team. Yeah. And, and that's uh, see. And you saw Calais's advice. I mean, you can't let those guys go to different teams. This is why you have to keep me on the show and not let me go to a different team out there. Oh. Because if that's the case, you better believe every single day it's the intensity. Brent Martin, they want me. <laughs> I'm bringing these ratings today. I'm bringing passion. I'm bringing heart. Let's go. Plus, you've beaten a lot of most. When we come back, <laughs> second year QB report card. I love most. I can't believe you just Next said that. ESPN 690. Got him! Brent Martineau. They probably already have one. Cornholing. Austin Lane. <laughs> You're going to have a call from PR in a little bit here. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Okay, are we practicing today? Oh, I don't know. Um, okay, so uh, this many guys were positive. Oh, okay, who are the contact tracers? we got to tra- track that down. Okay, well, how many O-linemen do we have? Okay, well, who's going to play guard? Okay, now, um, uh, do we have enough corners? Well, I don't know. Well, this guy, uh, he played a little corner in high school. And then, um, okay, what time does this start? Well, I don't know. They're going to change that, okay? This is just like a regular press conference. Yeah, this is such a brilliant idea. Let's do it like this all the time. We've created one of the most joyless seasons on earth. And hopefully we have the presence of mind to not repeat it this way again. He's the greatest. I'll be honest, because, I mean, this is nothing new for him. The way he clears his throat, it sounds like he has COVID every day. (laughs) Every interview, he might have COVID. Just saying. That's Mike Leach. Ring the bell. By the way, and I don't want to brag about it quite yet because we still have two more years, three more years to go in this bet. But so far, who's <laughs> going to have the better college career coaching? Mike Leach or Lane Kiffin? Brent, so far? I got time. You better get time. some good recruiting classes. Like NCAA violations. <laughs> Easy now. He's past that, Brent. He's a new man. He's turned over a new leaf. Don't you put that on Lane Kiffin. How dare you? That was great. I mean, oh, he, he, yeah. Mike Leach is so good, and he's so right. I mean, how much, the battles of that. You know, here's a here's an interesting story. You see the Jacksonville University women's basketball team. Mm-hmm. They were down not because of COVID, actually. They were down so much because of injury. Mm-hmm. But they put an email out 
to the rest of the campus and athletic teams to see if anybody had, like, basketball background. No kidding. Because they finished a game, I think, last week, a couple weeks ago, with four players on the court. Wow. And so they got last night against Flagler. They won the game, and on their roster they had a softball, I think two softball players, a soccer player, a rower, and <laughs> um, who am I missing? Like beach volleyball? I think beach volleyball. Hey, Coos, step your cow in. I, yes, come on. I'm not Flagler. going to comment because I'm probably going to not be allowed to go back to the school. So <laughs> I'm I'm not, I'd be surprised if you're still allowed to go back. But, yeah. but still, just the idea of that is like, wow, You and that wasn't COVID. Yeah. That was injury-wise. So, it's like, I guess it didn't matter, like, what year it was. That They just got beat up that much by injuries that they needed players, and apparently they'll be healthy by the time conference season runs around. It's a shame, man, because any other year, if it wasn't COVID-19, that could be a Disney movie right there. No doubt. I mean, seriously, like, oh, we were decimated by injuries. Where, where are we going to go next? Let's go to the swimming team. Let's go to the rolling team, whoever it's going to be. Like, can you imagine? Like, I can picture the trailer. Like, they're a ragtag bunch <laughs> who don't play basketball, but they can still get the job done on the court. It does have a little bit of that feel. It's totally. Uh, I'd watch that. Speaking of hoops, I think tonight we have Georgia Tech and Florida State right here on ESPN 690, 8 o'clock. Uh, you're home for Florida State basketball. They are a basketball school. <laughs> and you can listen to the game against Georgia Tech. Florida State uh, tips off at 8 o'clock on the road. It would be an automatic W for us at home. They've won 26 in a row mm-hmm. at home, but it's on the road. 15th-ranked team in the country now. You can listen to them on uh, ESPN 690. Live, local, loud will lead up to that. Brent Martineau, Austin Lane. Coos is here. Uh, good to catch up with Calais Campbell. We appreciate his time today. QB report card time. <sighs> Check marks. I mean, how many check marks do you think Daniel Jones should get for just the effort? First of all, the grit. Oh, it's cute. Brennan, how how many times do I have to reiterate myself about the the whole emotion thing? Like, Brent, we're... We get paid to be unbiased, right? We're, we're unbiased journalists here in the, in, in the sports media realm, and we can't get tied into emotions or how we feel about quarterbacks. I've always been right down the middle about Kyler Murray. I tell it like I see it, and I suggest you start doing the same when it comes to Daniel Jones. Yeah, you call it like you see it, all call, right? Call it like I see it, Brent. Call it like I see it. Give me some numbers. Who do you want first? We going? I got, hey, oh, we can go. We, we might have a check mark. For Minshew? Nope. Dwayne Haskins, by the way, played. Oh, we had all right. five quarterbacks play. That, for the I, I first completely time forgot. I completely forgot. Dwayne Haskins came in and played. What, 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 what do we call that? that? That's not a quarterback. That's a what? What's after five? Whatever. Quintuplefactor. Yeah, it's a quintuplefactor, just like we drew up. Uh, I'm sorry, who's up first, Brent? You said Drew Locke? No, let's go Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. All right, let me bring up these numbers real quick. Redskins, big win, right? Big win. Does he get any credit for it? Uh, I mean, keep in mind, Alex Smith went out. I forgot what quarter it was. I'm looking up the stats right now. Please work with me. Um, right, before we go, are you buying in the Redskins? Right, I said uh, Washington football team. Sorry, sorry. Are you buying in the Washington football team? Um, yeah, I'm in. You're in? Well, why to win the division? Well, because I'm saying, well, now all of a sudden the Eagles got Jalen Hurts going. Nah, now, nah, nah, nah. Okay, so we're, buy we're buying in, into Washington. I'll tell you this. I buy into Washington okay. way more than I buy into Jalen Hurts in Philly. I, I think that's a nice little bump. Yeah. But that's the bump you get when you replace the coach, okay. and then it'll be flat in a little bit. Okay. And no, no, listen, Hurts played fine. He played, he played really well. Did yeah. a nice job. That's yeah. something to take. But I think he's going to face some things along the way once mm-hmm. people get some tape on. All right, check it out. So Dwayne Haskins, 7 for 12. I mean, 
Okay. 58% completion percentage. Oh, boy. 51 yards, zero interceptions, zero touchdowns. I mean, can you draw, like, a compass because he, like, he guided them to a win? (laughs) But, like, we're not going to give him a check mark. There's no check mark. All right. So, is there a minus, though? No? Nah. So, just a blank, clean clean slate. It's a check mark or no check mark, and he's... No, there's a star on there for... Yeah. 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 Fernando Jones. Yeah. I I wanted to. I would have loved to give Dwayne Haskins a check mark just because he's only got one. Yeah, all yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. But it's because we it feel ain't bad. Happening. All okay. right, Drew Lock. Drew Lock gets a check. A check. You don't have to go here. Four touchdown day. Let me go, let, let, let me crunch the numbers real quick here. Twenty one for twenty seven. Seventy seven percent completion percentage. Not bad. Not bad. Two hundred eighty yards passing. Yeah, that's good. Four touch. I, I gotta see these passes though. Were these passes to like running backs, like two yard curl routes. Anybody can do that. But regardless, so four win on touchdowns, the road, four touchdowns, four touchdowns. Yeah, uh, Drew Lock, congratulations, man. How, how how many check marks is that for him this season? Uh, that is, um, we we debated, but that's two. There's okay. one that's kind of under some controversy. So it's definitely two then. Okay, so, sounds good. Yeah, it's definitely two. All right, I see. You. Are we going Minshew next? We're going Minshew. I like it. So here's what I got to do with Minshew. <laughs> Those things have been sitting in the closet the entire year, collecting dust. Is this the right way? Now, uh, nope. <laughs> could be any more backwards, it's actually. Backwards? Yeah. You literally could not have been any more backwards with that. What What kind of, what is that? Flowers? Is this Karate Kid? Is this Karate Kid You're one? the best around. Karate no Kid. No one's going to break you, bang it down. Because we need some music with stat. All right, Gardner Minshew, ready? I mean, why are you wearing the Minshew headband? Uh, I like that I, headband. Listen, I don't know how many I'm going to use, awesome. but I like kind of like the Karate Kid one. Uh, no, I mean, that's an awesome headband. I don't know where good? you got that from. I mean, is that a flower? What is that? Whatever it is. Needless to say, listen, you look good, My Brent. sensei. Go on. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, go on. <laughs> said to wear this. Okay, got it. So, Gardner Minshew. Uh, wow, I can't believe he had 18 for 31. Is that right? I didn't know he had 31 attempts. Okay, so Gardner Minshew, 18 for 31. Fifth, there it is. 58% completion percentage, 178 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions. What do you got? 85.1 quarterback rating. I've seen better. I get a check clear. Did did a check clear. You getting him a a check? Did did a check clear? (sighs) Oh, he's shaking his head. Did I just, it's so hard. He's down 31 to 3, man. I, I mean, know. I can't sit here and tell you that I learned a whole lot, but I got to wear the headband, so I kind of want to give a check. But hey, at right. least he came back. I mean, yeah. at least he's out of the doghouse. Hey, I'm going to tell you what. If if we predicate our whole grading system on headbands, we've lost all credibility. So let's do the right thing here, please. No check mark. No check mark, I don't think. All right, but you got a chance this week, Carter. You're the starting quarterback. Yep. I feel like that deserves some check marks. And yep. Doug Marone's finally named you the starting quarterback. Yep. We got a chance at Minshew Mondays again. Yep. I got a chance. At hashtag free Minshew is over. <laughs> you hear me typing really loud? What are you doing? So right now, I mean, and now let's get to the coup de gras. Let's get into the, the matchup of the week. Hey man, I got this headband. I'm still talking about Minshew. Okay, well, what else do we want to talk about? I don't know. I just want to soak it in a little bit more that he's Brent, finally starting. Brent, we're, we're, it's 1-11 right now, right? Or 1-12. Yeah, I'm sorry. 1-12. Yeah, I, I forget. 1-12 right if now. If I drag this out a little bit more, we only we got to go to break, and then we only have a couple we more minutes. We have 20 minutes. So, all right, guys, so check this out. I mean, obviously, it's been this story all year. You know, two young upstarts. Brent has been Team Daniel Jones since the Senior Bowl. 
I didn't really understand it. Right and now, you know I'm team Daniel's son. <laughs> I can't, right take, I can't take you anywhere. Right yeah. I, I, I mean, can we take this segment serious or not? Like, this is a sponsored segment just waiting to happen, and you're going to put your Karate Kid references all over yeah. and tarnish we're it. We're in like week 60, 15, or whatever, and now we're looking for a sponsor. Hey, wait till the playoffs start. We still got some time. The, the name of the. And, and I said playoffs, by the way. What is that? What is that? Junk? Junk headband. You know, this thing was $15.99? You spent. This is what where, I do for the show. Where is $15.99. The min- where's the Minshew headband? And I'll never wear it again. Brent, where's like, the this Minshew headband? Like literally a Minshew headband on your computer. What are you yeah, doing? We need it. We, listen, who, who I got bought to these. Who got to you? No, I bought these because when Minshew was playing, yeah. we had come up with this ingenious idea. Fantastic. For Minshew Monday. You were going to sell headbands. So we were doing headbands. Yeah. We were doing mustaches. Yeah. We were doing jorts. And then they won one freaking game. I'm telling you right now, though. You, you you had headbands in here. I'm not sure what this – I mean, I like the headband. I said I like the headband. Headband's comfortable. But let's be honest. Somebody got to you. You've been compromised. What's going on? I don't know. Where is the other headband? Oh, here it is. Yeah. We had these made up last year. Yeah. <laughs> Spent more than $15.99 on these just to uh, let you know. It's uh, amazing it's a tax write-off. <laughs> I guess. That's a tax write-off. All right. So you ready this, this didn't come out of the ESPN 690 budget. All right. I guarantee so you that. I get, I get what you're trying to do right now. You're trying to stall for time. Because how much time we got before we, we don't have break. a budget. We got to go to break like right now. Seriously? No. Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll go to break. We'll no. be back with the Daniel no. Jones and Kyler Murray. All right. Check mark or no check, check mark. <laughs> I feel like I'm American Idol. And your winner is, well, after this break, <laughs> we're going to find out. I'm Ryan Seacrest. You ready for a break? Brent Martin of hey. Austin Lane. Are you ready for the pain? I trade Daniel Jones for Daniel's son here on a Tuesday <laughs> when we come back at ESPN 690. From the 12, Jones keeps, gets a block, takes off, and he is gone. Trying to stay upright, and he trips. Absolutely all alone, and he trips. Ah. Was that Kyler Murray? No, I'm just prepping oh. for uh, the segment coming up. <laughs> Don't worry about me, man. Okay, so we have a check mark for Drew Locke. No check mark for Dwayne Haskins. Yep. No check mark for Gardner. You know, if Gardner, if he could have just found the end, imagine if he found the end zone on those two times. It would have been 17-24. Can you just it imagine? It would have been an interesting game. It would have been pretty fun, right? Absolutely. And everybody's like, I can't believe this. <laughs> what have you been doing, Doug? <laughs> Are you guys going to do one for Jalen? Hurts? Yeah. Philly guy. It's his first year, isn't it? Jalen just got picked this year, right? Yeah. It's his first oh, year. It's his second year. You're right. It's a second year deal. All right, all right. We didn't do Thanks Joe Barrow. We didn't do Justin Herbert. Listen, I've already screwed up Heisman Trophy winners. I don't need to screw up draft picks. Yeah, that was bound to happen, though. It's Peyton Manning, and we actually made a good point off that. So I think, if anything, it helped the show yeah, but it flustered the hell out of me. <laughs> I know. I, I was flustered, too. I wasn't really flustered, I'll be honest. I, I make a lot of mistakes. It's fine. All right. Uh, go ahead. Here's yeah. your moment. Yeah. Well, can I start, let's start up a little bit, Brent. Right? So, four minutes? Seriously? That's all we got left? All right. Screw it. Hey, damn all right. straight. That's all, all we got right. left. So, listen. <laughs> Cardinals, Giants at New York. Let's be honest, guys. Giants playing a great brand of football right now. Yeah. Brad Bury, high level. Um. The the, the 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 cards the chips were stacked against Kyler Murray and you know what there was some excitement and when I say excitement I just mean from Brent Martineau saying well Daniel Jones coming back Giants can win this game Giants. wish he didn't play now exactly and check this out so let's go to Daniel Jones first all right Daniel Jones to serve if you will typing in it real quick here let me get the stats 
and we have the stats. Are you, are you sure you're ready for this noise? Yeah. Are you ready for this pain? So Daniel Jones. Just going to tune it out, but go ahead. 11 completions, 21 attempts, and no, I'm not a math major, but that's 52.38% completion percentage. Ain't going to do the job, Daniel. That ain't going to do it. But hey, I'm sure he threw some bombs, some dingers to his wide receiver. He just got Golden Tate. You got Shepard. You got Slayton. Oh, yeah. That was Ang- a great Ingram. Pretty good. Mm. Better than the Ravens. Anyways, yardage. <clears throat> Is it. Is this a misprint? A hundred and twenty-seven yards. A hundred and hey, Patrick Mahomes does that in a drive? <laughs> yeah, and the math checks out. Does that in a drive? I think. So with that being said, <laughs> uh, sorry, don't, don't worry about it. In don't Canada, worry, don't, worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. So a seventy-point-nine uh, QB rating. Once again, hey, it's ProFootballReference.com. Don't buy into this rating crap because I don't know what they're talking about. But, oh, that's right. He's a dual-threat kind of guy, right? So sometimes when Kyler Murray doesn't throw the ball, sometimes he runs, and we, we rely on the rushing stats. Let's go to the rushes real quick. Nope, nothing. Zero. Big, fat goose egg for Daniel Jones. Put a scissors by him. Put an anchor by him. Put what you want by him. But he brought the team down. He should be cut. You know what? Put a little gun. Pew, pew, pew for Colt McCoy. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. No, no, for Colt McCoy. No, I'm not, where are we going hey, here? Time out. I'm not taking out the pasture. No, hey, relax. Pump the brakes a little bit. I'm saying, I'm saying, let's get a gun in there for Colt McCoy. Uh, pew, 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 pew. Hook him horns. Hook him horns. And also hook him horns. <laughs> hook him horns instead of the gun, maybe. I don't know. All right. Give me a pop gun. Sorry, guys. Right. Pop gun, yes. Yeah, pop pop gun. gun. All right, we got two minutes left, Brent. And these two hey, minutes. Hey, just want to let everybody know. Yeah, going. Uh, Back in no. week number four, Kyler Murray got a check mark yeah. for throwing for 133 yards Big in that win. game. 133 much, yards how in how that much, game. How much did he run for? How much uh, did he run for? 78. Yeah. Well, guess what? We're not in the 78. hundreds. Hey, we're not, we're not in the hundreds anymore. We're in the 200s. We're in the 300s. Because here we go. <sighs> Kyler Murray, 24 for 35. I'm not a math major, but you know what that checks out to be? 68.57 completion percentage. Where I come from, you can win with that. 244 yards <laughs> passing. That's not 100. That's not 200. 244. Now, one touchdown. Only one touchdown. Kind of discreet because you know why? And then here's the thing. And this is what I love about Kyler Murray. Team guy. Team guy. Right? Could have put the team on his back. Now, he's, not selfish. He's kind of on the shorter side. He's got a smaller back. He already won the Heisman. Legs. Already won the Heisman. And you know what? It came down to his like, hey, Kenyon Drake. Go ahead and have some. Hey, run game. Go ahead and have some. So, only one touchdown pass, 97.8% and the, the QB rating. I've always said this QB rating is right on the money. That's right. He likes to run with the football as well. 13 rushes, 47 yards. Kyler Murray, better than Daniel Jones. Brett Martineau, your guy failed you. He let you down. You're in the trenches. You missed the bandwagon. Me and Kyler Murray having a good time. You look cool in that headband, but not a good decision to take Daniel Jones. Daniel's son over Daniel Jones. And that's the hill that you died on, man. Yeah, 3.7 yards a carry for uh, Kyler Murray. (laughs) It doesn't matter. That's going to be it. Did you have a check mark? Check mark. I gave him a check mark. At the end of the day, it's like the Oregon Trail. Brett Martineau. No has died from dying on the hill of Daniel Jones. You will be missed. Cuz, did this really happen? Brazilian football club Corinthians have never lost their last game before the release date of Taylor Swift album or the one immediately after in 15 years? Yeah. The Taylor Swift rule is under effect? 
Yeah, because now there's, a, there's rumor that there's a third Taylor Swift album coming, so they think they're going to win. They better schedule the game right around that. I, my, my ear, seriously, a third Taylor Swift album? That's what they're talking about. Going for the Trinity? My my eardrums can only handle so much, Brent Hall. Could you imagine? Hey, watch out for the porch pirates. Apparently, your uh, Xbox came in. You better hustle home. Get the goods. You better hustle home. Get the Xbox there. Live local loud coming up next on ESPN 690.